the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. You want to talk about cisgender bias? (laughs) Bill O'Reilly comes to mind. Forcing me to eat sleeve after sleeve of Oreo cookies. What, what's this gender back? What, what, what is that? Uh, it's just like you not to know, Bill. Just yep. like you not to know. What is it? <clears throat> I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. What, what, I think cisgender I mean, is male, female. I got right. that. Cisgender is, is is what we traditionally thought of as gender back in the days when yeah. we were ill-informed and a non. Uh, evolved. So when you say male and female, male yeah. and female doesn't really exist anymore. It's oh. cisgender. You're a closed-minded bigot. Oh. It's old school, so Bill. You're a corpulent... Corpul- I don't know what else to call you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a fancy word for fat. I think yeah, that's what word of the day. Big. Bill O'Reilly just called me fat. <laughs> uh, Look, on BillOReilly.com, we have a special section for people who overeat. And uh, we applaud them. Yes. Yeah, we encourage that you fulfill your basic desires. <laughs> and if you're Zoftig, we like you just the same. Wow. BillOReilly.com is cisgendered, whatever that is, we are. Yeah. And uh, we want people to go there. I think that's bad. Snack. I think that's bad. Isn't that bad, Stu, and cisgender, being cisgender bad? I think no, it's just the... It's the we. It's the true. It's the new word for the traditional understanding of gender. Okay. Well, I don't think you understand. Okay, because there is no there is no objective (laughs) truth. Okay, I'm sorry. So okay. So Bill O'Reilly, lots to talk to you about. First, can we start with uh, important news, and then we'll go to the big news. But important news. What the hell's happening with Syria? Well, I think that that there is a uh, fear on the part of. the Trump administration, that if the United States launches military action, which would have to be bombings, missiles, that kind of thing, no ground action, that the stock market will tank, it'll interrupt the economy, it'll cause unintended consequences, uh, Putin will do something rotten, Iran will too. So it'll throw off you know, all the things that Trump wants to accomplish. That's what's holding them back, the unintended consequences. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking you, we're just sending 12, uh, we're to, sending 12 warships over into the area. This will be the biggest buildup since, I think, the Iraq War. Uh, well, we're, we're, building thing, a, we're building a coalition. It makes me a little nervous that there's more than just uh, a couple of missiles being lob, uh, lobbed over, or that we're afraid that, Russia may respond as they say they are. Well, the Russian fleet uh, got out of Tartus. That's their Mediterranean port. The reason that Putin is in Syria is because he made a deal with Assad to have a big air base there and to have a port, Tartus, T-A-R-T-U-S. You remember that St. Paul hung out in Tartus. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's why Putin is in there. He's got his Mediterranean port. But the Soviet warships are out of there. They were ordered to leave. So I think it's a good thing that warships are going. I'd like to see some British and French warships as well. Because if you basically set up a blockade of uh, Syria, you can do them heavy, heavy economic damage without shooting anybody. 
So that might be the way to go here. The guy who's calling the shots is Mattis, the defense secretary. Um, it's not Trump calling the shots here. Mattis is really in charge. So you don't believe you don't believe the rumor that Trump and um, and Bolton are asking for a hard line, and the and Pentagon with with Mattis are pushing back and saying, no, 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 Mr. President, we don't want to go that far. No, I think Bolton and Mattis are pretty simpatico. Word of the day. Um, and Mattis is the lead on this. See, Bolton's not going to go in and, and start to break the furniture on his second day there, third day there. Um, so I think that's the scenario, and uh, I kind of like the blockade thing. Uh, I think that that's a message, and, and that can do a lot of harm to Syria and hurt Assad's uh, power base. Okay, as I look up at the, um, as I look up at the, the televisions and the monitors, I keep seeing Fox News talking about, you know, pretty much actual news the whole day. And CNN just continues to focus on Comey and the PP tapes. <laughs> no, uh, you know, I wrote a column and I hope I sent it to you back because I always send my columns to Glenn Beck I, just for his approval. Delete them, I never read get them. it, but I, yeah. I sent it from now and I'm going right. to copy Stu. Maybe I'll get right. approval from yes. Stu. Thank you. Right. Smart. But anyway, um, look, there is no media, honest media in this country anymore. Um, and anything that they can grab to hammer Trump, they will. The real irony on this is that CNN hated Comey when Comey was going after Hillary Clinton. And I had Lanny Davis on BillOReilly.com two days ago, and he broke some news. He said that he talked to the inspector general of the Justice Department about Comey and handed over documents that make Comey look like a complete phony and a complete fraud. This is Lanny Davis saying it. And Lanny Davis, of course, is a very close friend of the Clintons. So it's, very, it's instructive to watch now how Comey's the good guy again, because Comey is trying to demean and to besmirch Donald Trump, which, which is a horrible situation for a former FBI director who had the highest clearance of security to write a tawdry book smearing, you know, yes, Trump fired him. Yes, we know Comey doesn't like him. But to get down in the gutter, that really reflects poorly on James. I, I, I will tell you, the, the, uh, the one thing that I saw that I, uh, that I thought was remarkably slimy, um, and, you know, what is the name of the book? Like, you know, A Higher Honor or something like that, I thought was totally dishonorable. He told the story, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Um, but he told the story that uh, General Kelly came to him after Trump fired him and 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 uh, said, you know, I can't work for a dishonorable man, and I'm going to quit after this. And he had built this up like, you know, uh, General Kelly was the one stabilizing factor, and yada, yada, yada. And then he exposes him as coming out and saying that? I mean, yeah. that... that any a, if you that any human being had with James Comey is obviously uh, not going to be kept confidential. The thing yeah, that but, but wait, 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 wait. The point of that is, though, is he was trying to make uh, Kelly seem very important as the only adult in the room and the only stabilizing factor. Well, if you cared about your country, and if that were true, you wouldn't out the guy you were counting on keeping the yeah, president. Sure. He wants to make Kelly squirm because he doesn't like Kelly either. But I thought the, the worst thing, and I'm, I'm probably not going to read the book because I don't believe uh, James Comey tells the truth, but I thought the worst thing was talking about Trump's concern for his wife over these uh, 
yeah. on verified allegations in a Russian dossier. Now, if, if any man is concerned for his wife's feelings, that's a good thing. And to turn it around into some kind of tawdry display, as Comey did in his book, really says all you need to know about James Comey, does it not? Yeah, and if he's concerned about his wife and he goes to James Comey, but he did these things, why would you go to a guy that you supposedly don't trust and say, hey, can you verify that I didn't do these yeah, things? Yeah, he's going to the FBI saying, listen, if you can give me some information I can pass on to Melania, that would you know, make her feel a little bit better, please do so. And, and totally rational, totally... Um, caring, if you want to use that word, request. And then Comey turns it around to try to use it. And, of course, the New York Daily News picks it up, puts it on the front page. I mean, you know, it really, this country, America right now, because of the media, has really descended into a place that makes me extremely uncomfortable. Bill, I've got about two and a half minutes. I just... I want to get your comment on this. I just look up at the screen, and on CNN, the, the, the banner, the lower third says, Comey calls Trump an unethical liar. And, <laughs> and CNN says, we go now to Democratic Congressman uh, uh, Denny Heck to uh, uh, get his opinion on this. That's like, that's like saying the new Tesla 3 is a crappy car, and uh, the company's not going to be around long. We go now to Mike Ditto, a Chevy Volt salesman, for his opinion. <laughs> for his, his objective analysis. Right. But it's more the same. You know, I, I just uh, can't um, emphasize enough to your listeners that this is a total collapse of, of any information flow that's worthy. You know, I wrote this column that, that I referred to before the break to show you underneath what you see on television and what you read in the newspaper, how it's being designed. This is all by design now. It's not an accident. It's not a mistake. I mean, they take anonymous sources, then somewhat ridiculous, people familiar with the conversation. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. And then they print it as fact. And then they bring on five people. And let's go to Jeffrey Tubin to discuss the anonymous source thing that we don't even know is true but we don't really care if it's true i've never because we're going to treat it as true i will tell you you know all the world is but a stage that phrase has come to mind more than ever i mean almost every day i look at television and i think that i feel like we are in a we're in a play right now well it's a bad bad thing and there are a few voices i think you're one of them um i certainly am mm. that don't have an agenda. We just want to bring information to the people. We tell them whether it's speculative or whether it's factual, and then the people can decide for themselves. But this vast manipulation is just crushing the spirit of the country. We want to talk a little bit about Michael Cohen, the personal attorney of the president, who had his uh, home, office, and hotel room um, uh, raided earlier this week first of all bill do you know why he had a hotel room he he, he lives in new york uh, i do not okay do you think it's weird that they went to i mean it, the, like they were trying to find something that he might have been taking from the office or keeping with him do you, I, you know it'd be irresponsible of me to speculate i i just okay. don't know okay 
um, they, they are saying now that, that that one of the things that they're looking for is communications between Cohen and uh, WikiLeaks because the Hollywood, uh, the Access Hollywood tape came out. And then right after that, WikiLeaks started to release things um, about, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, I want to say Larry Davis, but yeah, Podesta. So uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, uh, you say they're saying. Who's they're saying? Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, leaks. Yes. All right, this is, the, this, this is the big story today. So the FBI raids Cohen's office, and then all of a sudden the Washington Post is printing what the FBI found and, and all of that. So somebody from the FBI or the Justice Department, Rod Rosenstein's office, or Mueller's office, had to leak it to the Washington Post. Yeah, they had to. Now, yours number uh, one. Th- this is one of the points that you and, and you should make this point. One of the points in your op-ed is about you know when this happened to Bill Clinton. Ken Starr was not leaking that we no. know of. Right. This is a torrent of this, and nobody's trying to stop it, as far as I know. So, you want to leak to the Washington Post? Go ahead. We're not going to give you a lie detector test. We're not going to start to prosecute people who are are doing this because it's illegal. If an FBI agent raids anybody's office and then calls the Washington Post and tells them what they found, that's a felony. Okay? So, but it's accepted. Who's talking about that? Nobody. It's all the Washington Post reports. And Washington Post doesn't know if it's true. They don't know, but they don't care. But hang on, hang on just a second. Let me just play devil's advocate here. I I tend to agree with you, but let me me play devil's advocate. Is it possible that, uh, A, uh, these leaks would have happened or could have happened under Clinton, but it's a different world in the media because of Internet 24? I say that in my article. I say that maybe the leaks did. It's possible. Right. But they could have leaked to anti-Clinton people like Rush Limbaugh. I mean, they could have leaked to, there are a lot of, you know, the Washington Times. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of anti-Clinton people that they could have leaked, but no leaks came out. Mm-hmm. But now, every, you know, within two hours after anything happens revolving, involving Donald Trump, Washington Post, New York Times, or CNN gets it. Okay. Now, back to Cohen. So you, you raid the office, and you have to have presented to a judge to get the warrant for the raid some kind of possible felony. All right, so we have evidence that a felony was committed. Here it is, judge. Here it is. Judge looks at it. It's coming from the FBI. Um, So, okay, I'm signing the warrant. Go in and go look for backup on what you think happened. So they go. And then they seize all kinds of records. They don't, uh, it's not a warrant that is uh, specific. We're just looking for this, Mr. Cohen. Do you have it? You know, please tell us where it is. No, they get everything. So there is like 10,000 potential violations of attorney-client privilege, not just with Donald Trump, but Cohen's got other people he works for as well. Mm, wait a minute. Okay, so 10, <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to let yes. you skate on that one. Um, this is not a violation of attorney-client privilege with a clean and dirty FBI team. This is the way it is set up. This this is not usually done, but can be done. It's certainly not ever done with the president at something this high level, so they better have something. The only question is, do you trust the clean team 
to stay away from the dirty team. No, you can't do that, Beck, because that's the way it's done. Leaked stuff about the raid. Somebody involved with the raid leaked it. Yeah, but they they did not leak what they have found. They have not leaked leaked, what they found. They looked. They leaked. This is what we were looking for. Yes, and that's the dirty team. Right. Right. If they're going to leak that, then you have a massive. Massive potential, and I I did uh, use the I, word potential. I, yes, I agree. Violation of attorney-client privilege. Yes, I. I you know what I'm going to submit to you? I'm going to submit to you today on the Glenn Beck program on Friday the 13th hmm. that there is no attorney-client privilege in this country anymore, as there is no contractual law, contract law. Forget it. Forget it. You sign a contract, and it says X, and if somebody violates X. The system says, we don't care. We don't care. There's no contract law. There's no attorney-client privilege. There isn't anything. There's no privacy on Facebook. There's nothing. Somebody wants to stand outside your house with some kind of gizmo that can record your conversation inside your house? Who's going to do something about it? Nobody. So the American people ought to know that all the rights they thought they had talking to an attorney signing a valid contract they're gone okay wait wait i'm not gonna let you uh, bill i am with you on 99 percent of that that You're our done. rights are are gone there is no such thing as privacy however attorney client privilege yes. does stand this is a, the, when if i am the client that is accused Everything that I say about my case to my attorney and everything my attorney says back to me is protected. However, I am going to wait a minute, you, wait a minute, wait a I'm minute. I'm going to guarantee you that what you're saying is false because there are going to be leaks about what Trump discussed with his attorney. That Those is wait. Then that is any charges before anything. Then that is different than saying that this is a violation of attorney client privilege. This is the way the system is built. If I'm colluding in another crime or if my attorney is committing a crime, that when we're That's talking of hang on that, bill that. hang on when we're talking about that thing it is not privileged and that's why there are that's two right. teams one that is investigating one crime and another team that is working basically for the court that goes in and says you have to find these things everything else that is not regarding these things you cannot touch and you cannot reveal and you believe no i don't no i don't but i'm saying that's what they did with cohen i am saying that when you when someone makes the blanket statement that this was destroying attorney client privilege no this is the system that we have always had this is not making law up you're going to see that i'm absolutely right and when it comes out, I'm going to demand airtime <laughs> on your. No, because you're not listening to me. You're not listening I sure to me. Am. No, you're not. You're talking theoretical. I am. Ta- no, I am real. talking about the law. You're the one speculating here, right, Bill? You're the yeah. one saying that this is going to happen in the future. Right. Hang right? on just a second. I'm talking about the law, and then I'm saying to you, I agree with you that I don't trust the people involved, but that's different 
than saying there is no attorney-client privilege under the law. There is. We just don't have... I I don't know how I I can't get through to you and Stu, okay? (laughs) The law is there in the wording of the law is still there. Same thing with contracts, Beck. It's there. But if it isn't enforced... If things don't happen to people who violate the I law, agree. I agree. Then it's it doesn't but mean so anything. But so far, and I know you don't like to spec. I don't know. I know you don't like to speculate. You like to deal on facts. Right. So far, they have not violated the attorney-client privilege. They have not. Okay, but it's only been three days. Okay, right. but I know Bill O'Reilly does not like to speculate. Boy, I'm going to play that take back <laughs> over and over again. But I know you don't like to speculate. All right. So okay. I can't. I can't accuse. I can say. You that can this speculate. Is a potential, as I have said fourteen times already. <laughs> yeah, I know you're speculating. Exactly. I think the potential yeah. will be fulfilled. All right, Bill. All can, right. I, can I ask your uh, journalistic expertise on these yeah. leaking here on, on the leaking issue for a minute? Listen to this. This is a, from the Washington Post this week. It's about a portrait of Trump in the current moment. Comes from interviews with twenty-one people, and then they break down the types of people that yeah, they've interviewed. Now w- they're using the number twenty-one. To gather right. a credibility, they talk to twenty-one yes, people. It must be true. They're trying to convince right? their readers that they're not a bunch of charlatans, right? And and what I'm saying is, look, if the Washington Post had a stellar record of being fair, not only to Donald Trump but to conservatives, to traditional Americans, to the Republican Party, if their record was fair, then I would believe them. Mm-hmm. But it's not Stu. No. <laughs> okay? I would, I would, I would, it's not. I would tend to agree they with that. Hate, they hate anyone who is not of liberal orthodoxy. They despise them. So that, therefore, they can say, we talked to 87,000 people. <laughs> and I'm going, I don't care. Because the outcome it was already told to the reporter before he talked to one person. This is the outcome we want. All right? We want Trump out of office. That has been made very clear by the publications, New York Times. Okay, hang on just a second. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Hang on Uh-oh. just a second. No, I just want to be very specific. Yeah. Because I do not believe those conversations were had. I believe those conversations don't need to be had. Listen to me. Listen to me. I believe those conversations don't need to be had because it's groupthink. They all think the same way. Yes. So there's no planning. There's no conspiracy. I I find it very hard to believe that a reporter would say, I talked to 21 people who told me, you know, and and then the person didn't talk to any any 21 people. But it doesn't matter because they might have talked to people for three minutes hey hey did you, did you hear this oh yeah i heard it bye and that's okay. kind of that's what i'm getting but at the here is outcome it... the outcome of the article this is what everybody has to understand mm-hmm. when these reporters are assigned something all right it's not just trump all right it is made quite clear to them what the editors want what they want this is what we want you to find out bang And those reporters are going to do that, because if they don't, they're not going to get the good assignments. I could give you names. I know this. I've seen it. All right. 
And, and it, it absolutely happens. But now it's an epidemic because all of them want Trump out of office. Right. I, know, I, I said, agree with you. We, we, just had, we just had is, Ben Smith on any, yesterday. We just had why, Ben Smith. Why aren't there any leaks that say that <laughs> Trump does something good? We, is, there well, isn't the, the is there one leak that, that says, hey, he did something good. Yeah. <laughs> one just one. I just want one. <laughs> right. I, what I'm trying to get at here with this, though, Bill, is it's source inflation. Like they're using that number. Listen to what it comes after it. Quickly. Interviews with 21 administration officials, which would be notable if they had 21 administration officials. Sure. But that's not where it stops. 21 administration officials, comma, outside advisors. What the hell is that? Comma, lawmakers. <laughs> Chuck Schumer is a lawmaker. They interviewed sure. Chuck Schumer about this? Outside advisors of staff of CNN. Right. I, Look, it's all, it's all a ruse. You know that. Come yeah. on. All right. all right. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly.com. Right. Yeah. You got to go there this weekend. We got lots of great stuff, Beck. So I want you yourself to go. What Me are you doing myself. this weekend anyway? You doing anything? I'm fun? just spending my time at BillOReilly.com. That's what I'm doing. You eat, uh, yeah, and you can eat donuts while you do I can that. eat donuts in my underpants. <laughs> Simultaneously. I mean, wow. it's a, it's a, sounds like a, it sounds like a fabulous weekend, Bill O'Reilly. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for having me in, guys. God bless. <laughs> BillOReilly.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.